You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. And welcome into episode 10 of the Rosie Report as we join you with our spring training editions from Goodyear, the Indian spring training site, where on Monday the tribe blasted the Mariners by a final score of 10 to nothing. Coming up a little bit later on on this week's show or this edition of the Rosie Report, our daily, almost daily so far, yes, daily reports from spring training. We'll hear from Heath Hembry, who's one of several relievers trying to win a job as a non-roster invite to spring training, a veteran arm that could be helpful, but there are several of those types of pitchers in camp, so heavy competition. We'll talk to Heath about that. He threw a scoreless inning in Monday's win. Also performing very well, Zach Plezak with three scoreless innings. The rest of the relievers threw the ball well as well. And Yu Chang continued his tremendous spring training, hitting his third home run in about a week's time, leading the 10-run attack. Also homering for the Tribe. Inside the Parker for Andres Jimenez and Ryan LaVarnway. Blasted a three-run shot as well. So a long ball coming into play on Monday. Afterward, Tribe manager Terry Francona talked about it. Tito, uh, Zach said that he felt electric while he was out on the mound today. Is that what you saw? I thought he was, I thought, you know, again, I love that word. I thought he was really sharp. I thought a number of our guys today were, you know, were sharp. But, um, you know, he lost the strike zone. It seemed like he got preoccupied with the runner. I think it was the second inning. Other than that, he was he was really good. I was I was impressed. I think we were impressed. I'm glad he felt good because we thought he looked good. Tito, any updates on uh, Ramirez and uh, Reyes as far as getting in the bubble? Yeah, they they, uh, they worked out on their own today, and uh, they will be part of our workout tomorrow. Tito, we talked a lot about Jimenez, and you guys knew you were getting a good player. Has he has he been beyond what you? Were even thinking you had? Well, you know what, Tom? I, I think, you know, when the scouts give you a picture of a guy, I think they actually did a really good job. Um, you know, in, in our game, I, I don't know that you can – like, if he was 0 for 20 right now, I don't know if we'd think, man, I wish we wouldn't have traded for him. It's nice to see what he can do. Right. I mean, you know, it doesn't look like it's a mirage. He's a, he's a young kid that use, seems to use the whole field can put the bat on the ball and make all the routine plays, which that's that's a lot. I mean, that's a pretty big compliment for a young kid. Tito, we were talking to Yu Chang earlier, and he was talking about his hot summer camp or spring training 2.0 last year. Um, and he said that he feels better this year than what he did last year after some adjustments that he made in the offseason to a swing. Do you see that? Do you see a difference in him this year than what you saw last summer? Well, I thought, truth be told, I thought last summer that was about as good a camp as you could have. But I think maybe what he's referring to is, you know, as you gain confidence, gain strength, gain knowledge, you know, you make adjustments as you go. 
I mean, he's taken some pretty healthy swings at a lot of pitches right now. That's that's a good way to have success. You know, you go up there and, I mean, there was a number of pitches where he just fouled it back, and he's like, you could tell he feels good about himself. Um, and, and, shoot, we don't want to run away from being excited about him. I mean, I think we think this kid's got some tools to be a good player. How, how did you think uh, Class A looked? He looked, as, he looked really, really sharp. I mean, he's throwing 100, and he's got a breaking ball, and he's throwing them both for strikes, and that was really impressive. And I thought today, I thought today was by far Brian Shaw's best day. His stuff was sharp across the board. You think you're starting to see from Shaw, you know, you, about after three appearances, he's starting to get ready to compete right now? And, again, you know, yeah, I do. But, you know, we've also seen when the guy that went out and pitched in 78, 80 games and couldn't get it out in spring training. So that can be deceiving. I know he's been working on trying to get a, a comfort level with the breaking balls. And I just thought today, even Berto, when Berto came back, he's like, wow, that was impressive. You know, when your catcher says that, it kind of makes you feel good. As we mentioned earlier, the Indians have several veteran pitchers in camp trying to win spots in the tribe bullpen. One of them, Heath Hembry, who at times in his career with both the Giants and Red Sox has been a valuable piece to some pretty good bullpens. Hoping for the same with the tribe, we had a chance to visit with him earlier this spring. You had a relationship with Carl Willis. Said how much did that factor into to signing here eventually? Um, it, it, a good bit. I had two, three years with Carl and uh, with the Red Sox, and we kind of had to uh, build a good relationship, and I had a lot of respect for Carl. So when he uh, he called me during the offseason when I was trying to make my decision of uh, where I wanted to end up, and we had a good conversation, and I, I looked at everything else um, that the organization had to offer, and it just seemed like it was, it was a good fit for me. And I, I think for any veteran reliever, there's going to be the, the really good years, other years where it, it's hard to get it rolling. And uh, when you look back at, at last year, how do you look at that in, in terms of, of how it may impact this season or, or not at all? Um. Yeah, last year I, I felt like I got off to a really good start, pitched pitch well for the first month, and then the last three or four weeks of the season, everything kind of snowballed, and it, I wasn't really my typical self. Um, so, I mean, I just went into the off season and uh, went, went and uh, worked on what I the areas I felt like I needed to, to improve or, or get back to my normal self of, of what made me successful in the big leagues. And, uh, um it came into spring training confident. I mean, last year was last year. This is a, a, a new uh, new start for me and coming into the season, new organization, new faces. And so uh, I'm just here trying to prove myself um, of, of why I deserve to be on this team. So when, when you're going well, uh, what can we look for? What makes you stand out and, and really make you effective? When I'm, when, when it's going well, I mean, I, I just attack hitters, uh, tackle them fastball, uh, mix in the, the breaking pitches as, as they as they come but uh I, I i like uh pride myself on pitching aggressive and, and attacking the zone and so when when things are going my way i'm i'm just an, an aggressive guy on the mound when you look at at the situation you're in um sometimes it, i think for some teams when you come in on a minor league deal it, it's hard to make that team but the indians have had a good reputation of they'll if you're going well and, and they feel you can help they'll clear a spot uh, how much knowledge of that did you have coming into this situation and signing with the Indians? 
Um, yeah, me and my, my agent, we, we talked about it and, and we definitely weighed that as, as I made my decision. But still, when I come into camp, I'm not looking at that. I'm just trying to be the best pitcher I can be on the mound, compete and uh, and, and do what I feel like makes makes me the best person I am on the mound. And uh, um, all the other stuff's out of my control. I feel like I've um, I've been around long enough. I know how a lot of a lot of things are handled. So I'm just going to take care of myself and, and try to be the best person I can on the mound. And when you look around in that bullpen, you have a chance to be a, a part of uh, what potentially could be a really good bullpen. And, and what have you seen so far in the first couple of weeks of spring training out there? A lot of really good arms here. Um, good young arms. Uh, seeing uh, Karen Chack, I've, I've pitched in uh, – both games that he's pitched in, I've, I've seen him come in before me and just in watching him. Um, it's exciting. I haven't really got to see everybody else really pitch, but uh, get my eyes at least on him and, and, and seeing what what can potentially um, be in the bullpen. It's it's exciting. It, it's something um, I, I would love to be a part of. But uh, like I said, I, I'm still focused on myself and then trying to get better each day for me too. And background-wise, where's home in the off-season, and, and what are some of the things you like to do uh, just in your spare time? Um, home is uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. Um, spare time is just a lot of time with the family. We got we got a boat, so uh, whenever we can, we a lake nearby, we, we go on the boat, spend a lot of family time out there, and uh, a golf occasionally whenever I get, get some free time, but uh, most of my time is just with family. That's veteran relief pitcher Heath Hembry. And that's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report, episode number 10. Thanks, as always, going out to Bart Swain, Corkberry Tripp, and Austin Contrulis from the Indians PR Department for their help. And thanks to you for downloading and taking the time to listen to the Rosie Report. Hopefully it's keeping you up to date on what's been happening at spring training on a daily basis for the tribe. Until next time, I'm Jim Rosenhouse. This has been the Rosie Report. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.